Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Hello, everyone. And here we are again with the new topic, the art of persuasion. Hello, Michael. Hello, Anna. Good to see you and welcome to all of our listeners. So today we want to make two main points. As you know, we are trying to give you two up to three points just to make sure that, you know, we're not boring or you remember them, which is very important. Um, but uh, the two points that every entrepreneur needs, needs to understand uh, about the new world of sales we'll be sharing with you today. Um, and it is important as entrepreneurs, Michael, to spend time understanding persuasion. Yes, I, th- I think so. And we're in a unique world, I, I believe, today where there's what someone called information parity. There's so much available online that the buyer you're trying to persuade may already know as much as you know, often about the problem you're trying to help them solve. Uh, so you have to you can't be a hard sell, I think, or, or uh, try to find their pain point and beat on them with that pain point quite the way we might once have, because today persuasion takes a little bit different tone. One thought I'd throw to everybody, you want to try to go to the high road. Uh, go, to a, go, go to somebody you know and start by asking the question, what persuades you? So I might look at Anna and say, Anna, what persuades you when I change your mind? Uh why should I change? How can I change or improve my ability to persuade you, Anna? And I don't need to know Anna well enough with a few questions to figure out what's the best approach I can make. Because she's smart. And if I'm not careful, I'm just going to get shown the door. And a lot of times, you know, Michael, you're absolutely correct. Uh, when we look back in time, uh, the old world uh, was the world of buyer, be aware. Mm-hmm. So buyer are unnoticed, the seller might rip you off in the past. Um, this is why a lot of times, and we've talked about persuasion, but this is pretty much bottom line, this is sales. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when you talk about entrepreneurs being a salesman, you in your head may be thinking, hey, I'm not a sleazy uh, or cheesy or manipulative. No, you cannot think that way about you because what will happen is if you don't have sales, pretty much, you don't have a company. So that's why what, what Michael was saying is right now we, uh, we live in a totally different world where the seller is be aware, like we said, with the buyer. Because right now, the buyers are very, very well informed. And as always, I think they look at you coming in as a seller with a bit of caution, a bit of maybe not even trust yet. So they're going to be listening very carefully to what you say and judging it with a good bit of uh, careful critique. So how do you overcome that? Yes. And just to be completely honest and blunt, you as a seller should be very careful not to rip people off because you Mm -hmm. know what? You'll be found out once upon a time, probably not. And you can still continue selling your product, but right now, 
the buyers are extremely high sophisticated. They're mm. very well informed what mm. they want and how they want it. In an earlier or another podcast, rather, that we did talking about pitch, uh, creating a pitch for a, a selling process, um, we really kind of touched on uh, that the use of questions to understand your your buyer a little bit better. And in, in this instance, what Anna is saying, I think, is that that you really have to figure out how to build trust and overcome the resistance that this buyer is going to have because they've seen so much of this coming their way. As you're saying, the, the buyer beware. Uh, if, if I'm not cautious, I'm just going to pay more money for nothing. Uh, how do we humanize this process then? How do we build trust? And uh, I, a couple of things I'd touch on right away would be, I, wanna, I want that buyer to see me as a, uh, having certain human attributes that can make me more effective in, in persuading. And I was trying to think about what are, what are those essential human attributes that make me more persuasive? I think one would be being an active listener if I'm asking questions. So not only asking the question, but asking follow-up questions to the answers that that prospective buyer gives me. And showing in that that I'm actively engaged in the conversation. I didn't ask the question just as a as a quickie and a throw off. I don't care what he says back or she says back. I'm going to now sell. No, I'm actively engaged in their response to me, following it up with another question. So active listening is a human attribute that helps to build trust in this selling relationship, selling buying relationship. Let's call it. Uh, other. And, you know, Michael, when you're talking about asking uh, questions, again, you're trying to really understand the problem and provide a solution to that problem. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times, and I'll bring this one again, a lot of times what we have is we're in love with our product or service we provide. And we think that this is the only solution we can provide. So what will happen is, the solution is in need of problems. So you're trying to find a problem. You always have to start from the problem. And that's why asking actively questions is extremely important. And that will help you sell your product again if your product is in need for the market. Because if I need a hammer and if you offer me a screwdriver, guess what? I will not buy a screwdriver. That's simple as that. And, and I want to go right back then to that concept of active listening and questions. So if I keep asking you questions that try to move you from a hammer to a screwdriver, they're going to figure that out right away. That I'm trying to get them to give me a problem that relates to my screwdriver, not to their need for a hammer. So the questions can't be questions that try to convert or, or uh, redirect, the questions have to be sincere, authentic questions. I care about the problem you've got. I wanna know more about it. Uh, I wanna even show some sensitivity to the problem you're putting in front of me. Uh, that I, I understand your needs and your frustrations and sometimes you're getting upset because you can't solve this problem. Those are all things, I, ways that I build a relationship rather than trying to redirect to my screwdriver solution, which doesn't fit your need for a hammer. And sometimes if you understand that the problem which is existing is not, the solution you're providing is not, is not it, please make sure that you tell your 
lost customer at that time that, you know, this is not what I'm offering will not help you. So this is what you should do. Be honest with them. However, at the end, you can off, you can tell them, hey, but I do offer this if you meet somebody else. You know what? Your potential customer, which you already lost, probably will remember that, mm-hmm. that sincerity. And down the road, he may meet another person who will need your screwdriver and be like, you know what? You should contact so-and-so and purchase from them because buyers they can sense sincerity and authenticity right away because we're talking about and again we've told you but we'll repeat this several times the information is no longer asymmetrical yeah and with that i think is another term i'll throw out here what i'll call mutuality that let's say as you just described i've uh been asking questions i understand now that you need a hammer i don't have that i just have a screwdriver there's nothing wrong with saying, you know, I appreciate. I've I've sometimes had a problem and I needed a hammer and somebody tried to sell me a pliers and I didn't want the pliers and I got annoyed. I, I, I've been there. I understand what you're saying and I wish I could help. Today I can't, but if you ever need a screwdriver, give me a call. That's being, that's what I call mutuality, that we've we've got a shared experience between us. That's why I'm backing off at this point. This is a customer, by the way, that I'll hang on to for the future. I might not have sold them right now, but I've built trust in the relationship. They'll be back. When that screwdriver need is there, they'll be back. So long-term, we're building relationships with with buyers. We're not building an immediate sale. It's building a relationship. Yes, and ask questions. I mean, the art of persuasion is extremely important, and we we probably will have few other episodes just give you even breakdown how you do it more efficiently but we just wanted to make sure that we just give you again just a little tip and one thing we have to encourage you i know that a lot of you hate sales but a big portion of what we do as entrepreneurs is to sell persuade and influence so this is the essence of our job whether you like it or you don't like it this is it and we've just touched on an interesting point that that you're going to make a sale and you want to come out you want to come out with a conversion you've got the sale in today's world i'm not sure you're not further ahead if when it's clear you can't provide the solution they want that you politely back off and show that you recognize that that's the thinking long-term rather than short-term. Oh, I'm going to miss a sale today, so I'm going to beat on them a little harder to try to get it done. No, it's a long-term, selling is a long-term process, not a short-term process. Yes. If you want, them for the, if you want the customer for the long-term, you build a long-term relationship. And sometimes you have to ask several times before mm-hmm. you get the sale, but that's for another episode, yes. Michael. I yeah. just want to, I think today I... We just wanted just to make sure that, you know, you just give you a little glimpse and a little motivation. Don't worry. All of us are with you. So we will give you encouragement and we will give you more tips and tools how to be better. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us today. If you have any feedback for us, please don't hesitate to email us at... uh, Anna at ffresearch.com or Michael at coppergroup.com. We will write this in our uh, transcript. So keep listening to us.
You've been listening to the Small Business Survival Conversation Podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. In the meantime, hook up with us on our Facebook group at Small Business Survival Tools and Tips. Till next time, thank you for listening.